Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Saturday, the 22nd of October. Hope everybody's having a great fall weekend. Flyers back at it tonight in Nashville, taking on the Predators. And they'll be back at it tomorrow as well at Wells Fargo Center, taking on the San Jose Sharks. Remember, doors tomorrow to the East Food Hall will open at 2 p.m. to get in there early. You can watch the Phils with your fellow Flyers and Phillies fans. Enjoy $5 beers and dollar hot dogs. That's the East Food Hall. That uh, special will be going on until 5.30 when the full arena will open up for the game as the Flyers will take on the Sharks on Sunday. But more pressing needs. Flyers back at it tonight. 8 o'clock puck drop in Nashville against the Predators. And a new face for the Flyers going to make his debut. A new face for the Flyers, but not necessarily a new face on the bench for John Tortorella. Because Lucas Sedlak played for Torts in three seasons. 16-17, 17-18, and 18-19. All said and done, he played 162 games for the Columbus Blue Jackets ended up with 15 goals, 12 assists, 27 points in that time. And he is returning from the KHL, signed a contract with the Colorado Avalanche, was waived and claimed by the Flyers. And you'll hear in this conversation that Lucas has with Tim Saunders that the Flyers expressed interest over the summer in his services as well. He's a guy that in his career in the NHL has a 51.4 faceoff percentage. So that's an area where the Flyers are lacking right now, have not been good in draws, and uh, he'll provide some help there. Imagine he's going to be centering that fourth line. Jackson Cates will come out of the lineup. But Lucas Sedlak, Tim Saunders in Nashville, had a chance to catch up with Lucas, and he starts off talking about the process of getting waived and claimed in short order. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fast. It's, it was first time for me getting on waivers, getting picked up. So it's, it's kind of exciting, too. Like Obviously, I was a little disappointed to get waived. Uh, as everybody would, I think, but uh, you know, now I get another chance to, to prove I belong and uh, uh, play in NHL, so I'm happy for that. If I'm not mistaken, the Flyers had expressed interest in you before you even went to Colorado, didn't they? Yeah, I, I don't know how much I can uh, talk about that. But Management it, told us that, so it's, <laughs> okay, it's out. So, it, so it's easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we had some talks during the summers, uh, and then uh, it kind of worked out how it worked out. Well, you got a better chance probably to play in this organization right now, and there's a familiarity you have with John Tornarella. Yeah, that's that's good part that uh, I, I know the coach and I know what to expect. He knows what to expect, the kind of player I am. So they brought me for, for a reason, you know. They, they, they know what to expect from me. So I just try to do my job and uh, help the team, help, help the teammates. He describes you as a good skating, checking forward uh, that could fill a role like that. Yeah, I guess that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, if coach says that about you, <laughs> it has to be true. So yeah, I, I think uh, I think about myself the same way. Uh, good on forecheck or trying to be good on forecheck and uh, bring pucks to the net, uh, play hard, uh, win faceoffs, stuff you like that. Put up some pretty good numbers in the KHL. So talk about what's the challenge making the transition back to the NHL. Yeah, it's it's completely different hockey, you know, coming from uh, small ice to big, uh, from and then back from big ice to small. Everything's way faster here, so it took me a little bit to get my timing and the positioning on the smaller ice. But I think now I'm getting I'm getting used or like I got used to it already. So um, I just I I try to you know bring some of the offense I had in KHL here too now because uh, I think I'm a little bit older, more experienced player than I was in Columbus. So. That, that confidence that I put up some numbers in KHL 
helped me and I try to translate it to, to my game now. And you know Torts wants offense from everybody, yeah, not yeah, just checkers. I mean, you need to, in NHL, you need all four lines to contribute, you know, like you can't rely on just a few guys. So hopefully I'm going to bring some, some of that too. But uh, as, as I said before, uh, me and Torts, we know uh, what kind of player I am. So I'm going to try to focus mainly on that. Tim Saunders and Lucas Sedlak there talking about that process of getting claimed and how it happens very quickly and also about some interest in the Flyers over the summer as well. Uh, He'll make his debut tonight for the Flyers against the Nashville Predators. Now, in 164 games in the KHL over the past three seasons, he had 57 goals, 64 assists, and 121 points and was a plus 37. You heard him also say there to Tim, he got some confidence in his game offensively. He's looking to bring some of that over to the Flyers and the NHL game as well. Hasn't been a dynamo offensively in the NHL, more of a checking center, a guy that's responsible on the ice, can get in on the forecheck, be good defensively. So he did play in Columbus, actually. I saw Scott Hartnell tweet out that he centered a line with Sam Gagne and Scott Hartnell, and Hartnell had rave reviews about what he can do defensively and joked that, hey, when you're playing with Sam Gagne and, and himself, Scott Hartnell, you need a good center that can play defense. So we'll get a look at uh, him tonight. Lucas Sedlak makes his Flyers debut against the Preds. Now, Flyers-Preds tonight. Let's look at this game. Predators come into this game reeling a little bit in the standings. They did play on Thursday night. They lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets in that game at, by a score of 5-3. to three. They gave up four third-period goals in the game, one of them an empty netter. Johnny Gaudreau scored in the third, just 38 seconds in. Then uh, Justin Danforth, Nick Blankenberg, and then Gaudreau ended up with an empty netter as well. And and Nashville, rather, had the lead going into that third period. So not good. Gave up a lot of shots in the game, 42 shots, got outshot 42-26, and uh, didn't have their top netminder in. It wasn't UC Soros. It was Kokkinen in the game. So I imagine that we'll see UC Soros tonight for the Nashville Predators. He's played in four games so far this season. He's got a record of 1-2-1, and one, a three goals against average, and a save percentage of 897, well below what you usually think of when you think of UC Soros. He was actually the guy that on my Stick to Hockey show, I picked to win the Vezina this year. Uh, not a great start for him. He's had some good numbers over his career. He's a good goaltender, an undersized guy, not the biggest guy, only 5'11", 180 pounds, kind of defying the laws of goalie's got to be enormous and when you look at his numbers over his career he's had some pretty gaudy save percentages now early on he didn't play a ton of games because Pecorine was there but he had a 923 a 925 915 save percentage 914 and last year he was a 918 save percentage and he's a guy that moves extremely well so you're gonna have to get him moving take his eyes away Put a lot of traffic in front of him, being a smaller-ish goaltender at 5'11". Uh, that's one of the ways to try and beat UC Soros. Leading the way for the Nashville Predators point-wise right now is actually Michael Granlund and Nino Niederreiter, each tied uh, with five points. Niederreiter's got four goals and an assist. Granlund's got all assists. But, of course, the big thing that Nashville did in the offseason was they extended the contract of Philip Forsberg. Six games played so far. He's got two goals and an assist, but a minus five on the season. So it's the Flyers and the Preds tonight in Nashville. And the Flyers right now have a couple of players playing really well. Travis Konechny is obviously leading the way for this team offensively. Although he's tied in points with Kevin Hayes. Hayes has all assists, 
six assists on the season. But Konechny, four goals, two assists, has been dynamic at times, been a pest. I think he's only taken the one penalty so far, too. You know, those are the elements of Travis Konechny's game that really make him stand out. Has the one power play goal, has a power play assist, has a shorthanded assist on that play to Scott Lawton. Uh, so Konechny, a guy that needs to keep it going. One of the things John Tortorella did say after the game the other night, though, the loss against Florida 4-3, was that he needs more guys to get pucks into the net and score. Just because maybe that isn't your role completely defined, you're more of a checking player or a fourth-line player, he said, we need everybody to chip in. He was referring to Zach McEwen. They need everybody to be part of the scoring. It's got to be by committee. Like, for example, Nick Sealer scores the other night against Tampa. That's a place you're getting a goal from an unexpected source. You know, we know that Travis Konechny is going to be a guy that's going to score some goals. James Van Riemsdyk, who has two and two straight games, both on the power play, five points on the season. They got to get goals from other guys, depth forwards. Wade Allison's got one. He scored it in the opener. He needs to pot some goals. He's a guy with a good release and a good shot. Noah Cates has one. Dynamical, huge goal that he scored against Tampa on that individual effort play to strip them twice, but he's a guy that's got to put the puck in the net. When Owen Tippett comes back, he's a guy that's got to put the puck in the net. And Joel Farabee as well. Farabee doesn't look 100%. Obviously had the neck surgery in the offseason, had a non-contact jersey on for most of camp. He looks like he's trying to find his game. He will. We know what Joel Farabee is, and we know the kind of player that he is from the way he plays, and also the way he works and approaches things. That'll come together. He's still pointless right now, but they need everybody to chip in offensively, including the blue line. Now, you got Tony D'Angelo and Ivan Provorov, each in four games played. Each uh, D'Angelo has five points, a goal and four assists, and Provorov has four points. They've ended up on the score sheet often, but they need those D to contribute as well. One of the factors in the 2019-20 season, in A.V.'s first year, why the Flyers were seventh in scoring without having one of those 35-40 goal scorers. Konechny was the leading scorer. He had 24 goals in 66 games, 30-goal pace. But the reason why they were seventh in the scoring that year was because they got a tremendous amount of scoring from their blue line. Got to get that once again. For a team that doesn't have a guy they can throw over the boards that's going to go out there and just make goals happen through sheer skill and those kind of things, those D are going to have to jump up in the play, create opportunities off the rush, and score goals, set up goals, create those offensive chances. Otherwise, you're just not going to be able to keep up throughout an entire NHL season. Carter Hart has been great so far. We talked about him a ton in yesterday's episode, 943 save percentage. You just can't rely too heavily on the goalie for too long. You got to supply some offense. Kevin Hayes is a guy that doesn't have a goal on the season. I think he's played pretty well. He looks more like the Kevin Hayes from the 1920 season, uh, but they need him to score goals also. Morgan Frost, young player that needs to score goals. Lawton's got two, and that's about what you would expect out of Scott Lawton. He's going to need to keep that going as well. Tonight will be a Flyers opportunity for the first time this season. They've rebounded in games after going down. They haven't scored the goal first goal of the game in any of their games so far this season. And they've bounced back to at least tie all of their games. They won, obviously, the first three and came back and tied the Florida Panthers after going down 2-0. Ultimately ended up losing the game. 
They've rebounded in those adversity moments. They need to continue that and not let one loss turn into two. How a team responds after a loss is the, probably the next thing that John Tortorella is looking for. How are they going to attack this game? Are they going to come out and dictate and try to have a really good first period? Well, of course, they're going to try and have a really good first period. But are they going to come out and execute and control the game from the jump because they lost the last one? And this is a little bit more interesting to me because their first loss comes on the road and their next game's on the road. You like to have a road trip like this in the beginning of a year. You're bopping through three different cities, Tampa, Florida, and then Nashville, and you had the two days off between the Florida game and this game. Now, they did. They had a mandatory CBA off day on Thursday. They practiced in Florida yesterday and then traveled to Nashville after in the afternoon. So there's probably been some good bonding time. You need that early in a season for a team. You know, there's a lot of new faces here, a lot of new dynamics and personalities and people stepping into leadership roles and all of those elements. So getting on the road, I think, is a good thing. And they'll be right back at it tomorrow when they face the San Jose Sharks at Wells Fargo Center. So an interesting couple of days. How are they going to rebound from the loss? Where's the scoring going to come from? From a depth perspective, is TK going to continue to do that? James Van Riemsdyk on the power play. They have a power play goal in every game so far this season. That's a good sign. What are we going to see tonight? Again, it's more about this fact-finding mission, and we're going to get more information, more facts as we go. Tonight's going to be a key one. So it is Flyers and Predators tonight. We'll recap it tomorrow on Flyers Daily, and we'll preview Flyers Sharks. A lot coming up. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your hockey tonight, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand-new Flyers Daily.